Hello! Welcome to Storytime with the Rodents. I'm Mariah. And I'm Meredith. And we are the Rodents. Thank you for joining us today. This episode is about dogs. Dogs are funny creatures, and they give us a lot of material when it comes to telling funny stories. This one is written in the point of view of two of my dogs, my yellow lab lady and my Pomeranian Shih Tzu Terrier Chihuahua mix, Ash. In it, they are teaching other dogs how to train the people they live with so that they do whatever they want. So, without further ado, this is how to train your humans. Good morning, fellow dogs. Lady and I asked you to meet with us because you seem to be struggling with training your humans. They can be rebels sometimes and go against everything you teach them, but if you train them properly, that can be very helpful. Trust us, Lady and I own four humans and they're all wrapped around our gear claws. They'll do whatever we want them to do. You just need to have patience and know the right techniques. We are going to give you some tips on how to make things go smoother for both you and your humans. If they need other things to do or have other interests, you can enroll them in extracurricular activities. If they are slightly psychotic and will willingly trap themselves in those large death machines with wings and be thrown up in the air, drive them to the local Civil Air Patrol squadron. If they want to stand on top of a big wooden hill and make ridiculous noises into a stick, put them in theater. The only rule about extracurricular activities is you cannot allow them to join a program called 4-inch. There is an activity called Dog Obedience that they could join. They try to take control over us with a metal loop called a choke chain collar tied to a rope. If that wasn't bad enough, they try to drag you around with it. I'm scarred for life because of it. A side note, I don't know why my humor was so proud about Dog Obedience. She just made me walk, then sit. Lay down, stand up, walk, sit. That is it! Is that their high standards for us dogs? Ugh, it insults my intelligence. If they need other things to do or have other interests, you can enroll them in extracurricular activities. If they are slightly psychotic and will willingly trap themselves in those large death machines with wings and be thrown up in the air, drive them to the local Civil Air Patrol squadron. If they want to stand on top of a big wooden hill and make ridiculous noises into a stick, put them in theater. The only rule about extracurricular activities is you cannot allow them to join a program called 4-inch. There is an activity called Dog Obedience that they could join. They try to take control over us with a metal loop called a choke chain collar tied to a rope. If that wasn't bad enough, they try to drag you around with it. I'm scarred for life because of it. 
I side note, I don't know why my human was so proud about dog obedience. She just made me walk, then sit. Lay down, stand up, walk, sit. That is it. Is that their high standards for us dogs? Ugh, it insults my intelligence. This is probably the most important step in training them. If you can't get them to do this, then you better give up immediately because you aren't just cut out for owning humans. You have to house train them. There are many smaller steps within this one. First, you need to teach them that those things called shoes are not meant for their paws. Their sole purpose is to be eaten. Haha, <laughs> get it? Second, make sure that they let you have a spot on the big soft hills in what they call a living room. If they don't, just lay on top of them. They might squirm a little bit if you're a bigger dog, but don't move. Not even an inch. They deserved it. Third, while they're out doing their activities, they need to leave the garbage can out for us to snack on. If they decide not to cooperate and hide it, climb onto a chair and look for something tasty on the table. There are these pink soft squares called erasers that are really good to chew on if you're bored and can't find anything else that's edible. Many dogs also like to eat those colorful sticks called pens. Last but not least, do not let them get mesmerized by the glowing rectangle that's hung upon the wall. If they spend too much time watching it, they won't pay any attention to you, and they could turn into what they call couch potatoes. Make them chase around Make them chase you around or clean up your mess after you chewed on their shoe. Or even better, the corners of the soft hills. Yummy. Make them know that you own them. A lot of humans like to think that they own us, but that's obviously wrong. If they try to put you in a cage before they leave, plop down on the floor and make them carry you in. If they tell you to hide in that hideous hole of doom so they can spray you with water and rub white spheres called bubbles on you, run away as fast as you can. If you see they're wearing smaller clothes and holding brightly colored sticks called noodles, they're going to a big puddle called the lake. They voluntarily go in there for hours. If they try to put you in that big red loud box with wheels, don't go in. The lake is not fun. If they're wearing normal clothes and aren't holding the noodles, they might try to take you to the vet. Don't even get close to the box then. Last time they brought me there, I lost a part of myself. Actually, two. The point is, never, ever, ever let your humans take you to the vet.
Step four. Finally, if your humans do something right, you need to reward them. For example, if they leave a spot for you on the soft hills, lick them, either on the face or their feet, which can be tastier. They laugh, so I'm guessing they like it. Just don't do it too much. I live with a furry dog that licks 24/7, and let's just say the humans are tired of it. If they leave the garbage can out and you get to snack on it a while when they're gone, thank them by pinning your ears down and putting your tail between your hind legs. They may think you're scared, but what do they know? You're thanking them, not apologizing. Another example could be when they give you food, such as a bone or meat. Bacon is the best. Return the favor by hunting for a rabbit or some other small animal. They love it when you leave a dead animal in their boot. You can see the happiness radiating from their faces when they realize it wasn't their sock folded over. The moment they make a fuss and yell "ooh" across the room, you know you just made them die. Once you have all that down, you can do pretty much anything with your human. They will listen to your every order. They can give you food, water, toys, attention, and so much more. Ultimately, owning a human or two, or six, will make your life easier and more fun. Was how to train your human. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.